Um, well, this past week, I want to let you know that I got a phone call from my best friend in the world. Uh, my best friend, uh, maybe I've mentioned him before, his name is Keith. And uh, Keith and I grew up together, and once in a while, we will reach out to each other. We will ask each other for prayer, or we'll just connect and, and catch up. And so it was really good for us to, to connect. And uh, we started reminiscing a little bit about our high school days. And, and now, for most people, high school is awkward, right? It's awkward. It's an awkward time. It's a labyrinth of peer pressure and uh, self-identity. It's a labyrinth of relationships and self-esteem all wrapped up and squished into hallways and into classrooms and math homework. Uh, that kind of sums up uh, high school, at least it was for me. Um, and there were some awkward and hard moments uh, during high school, as I'm sure there were for you and, and I know for my kids. Uh, but there were also some good moments. Uh, there were some moments that were worth remembering and things that I like to hold on to. In fact, while Keith and I were talking, I happened to be doing some uh, cleaning and I looked and I found this picture and I had to actually take this picture and send it to Keith. Now, I don't know if you can see this, but that is my buddy Keith and I playing paddle ball. And uh, we were actually at Creation Festival when this was taken. Keith and I went to Creation Fest where we go now with the kids. And this is why I love this picture because somebody captured this at the exact right moment. And I can tell you exactly what happened. This happened, I don't know, 35, 40 years ago. And I can tell you at this moment, we're playing paddle ball against, it was two on two against somebody else. And I said, I got it. So Keith just immediately ducks. And I go climbing over Keith's back to get the ball. And then he picks up. And now if I showed you the next picture that somebody took right after that, it's a picture of Keith smiling, kind of holding his racket as if he's shaking a finger at them saying, yeah, we got that one. But this is like, this is just one of those pictures that when, when I see it, I am uh, reminded of uh, those good days of high school. Um, reminiscing about the old days, they can be fun. For some, uh, those good days are high school. Uh, for others, they are college or those young career days. Um, you know, that, the young adulthood moments where you're kind of coming of age. Uh, there's a husband and wife uh, duo named Brett and Kate McKay. And they said this about uh, um, getting over the glory days thinking about your glory days. And they said, it's hard not to think back to high school and college and those young adult days with real fondness. Those last uh, teen years into the early 20s, they were indeed a glorious time. No real responsibilities besides studying and working at a pizza place, maybe sleeping in or playing sports, driving around with your friends and hanging out at parties. You felt profoundly free. The world was your oyster and the possibilities for life seemed endless. It was the time of life when you asked yourself questions like, what am I going to make of my life? Who will I spend my time with? And what am I going to do when I grow up? There's something special about remembering our past. But our past can also be a trap if we're not careful. Sometimes we get caught up living out our glory days over and over and over, and we never really leave that time frame of our life. Often that trap is only really in our mind, but it can be scary if we try to live out the past in our present. Uh, that can be a scary trap for us. For example, I found this picture, and I thought I would share it with you. Um, I have seen way too much of this in my lifetime. Maybe you have as well. In fact, um, Abby, if you didn't hear, by the way, Abby got a goal today, so we're very happy about that in her soccer game. Um, but I coached Abby when, uh, when she was not playing for the travel team, and, um, and I always swore there was way too much testosterone on the girls' soccer field. 
There was way too much testosterone on the girls' soccer field. It was like all the dads in the stands were out there trying to live out their glory days through, vicariously through their daughters. And the yelling and the screaming at the referees, who, by the way, were just high school students. High school students yelling at these referees, telling them that they were you know, bad and wrong for making a call. The intensity that I saw on the field of play for the boys' and girls' recreational soccer was crazy. I love competition as much as the next person, but it felt to me like people were living trapped in their past, trying to live it out in the present. So how does one have a healthy appreciation for the past, but not stay, stay trapped there? Well, today we're continuing to look at how to uh, live the better life, to follow Jesus and, and, and live a better way to live. And the title of today's message is, Your Best Days Are Now, which might be a clue to the question I just asked you a moment ago. But before we get into the message, let's pray this morning. God, we want to pray that you would show us a better way. God, that you would help us to uh, connect with our past. Lord, that we would respect uh, where we are now and we would hope for a better future. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I don't know where you are today, what you're facing. I don't know if you're experiencing a super high. Maybe you're on a, on a super high right now. Or maybe you're feeling a miserable low. And maybe uh, right now everything is just crashing down around you. Or maybe you're somewhere in between those two, those two poles. But our tendency as a people is to compare where we are right now with where we have been or where we're going to be. Right? As human people, as human beings, it's our human nature for us to believe that the grass is always greener somewhere else. We're always believing that that is true. So if you look to your past and if you see glory days, or even if you look to your past and you say, well, those days weren't so good. But regardless, if you look to your past or if you're looking to your future, right? if you're looking to the future and you're thinking ahead that maybe life will be better when, life will be better when I get that new position. Life will be better when I achieve that, that next goal. Life will be better when I arrive at whatever my destination I think happens to be. No matter whether you're looking at the past or whether you're looking at the future, my goal for all of us here today is to help us stop and to realize that today, our best days can be now. Our best days can be now. Have you ever noticed that we tend to remember events from the past that are consistent with how we want to be viewed in the present? How we view ourselves now, most of us want to see ourselves as fun, happy, exciting, helpful people. And so the stories, the stories that we remember, the stories that we tell about our past, all are kind of like that. They're happy, they're fun, they're times where we served other people or did something special. Memory researchers tell us that we are selective in the memories that we remember. In other words, the stories we remember from our past confirm the identity of who we want to be in the present. The stories we remember from the past confirm the identity of who we want to be seen as today. There's this strange phenomenon that happens in our lives when we think about the past, the present, and the future. Looking at the past, we often see the good days. We remember those good days. There were hard days, but we try to hold on to the good days. Looking to the past, we see the good days, and, and we start off looking into the future, and we are hopefully 
looking to have better days. And so we've got the past, the good days, we're hoping for the good days uh, in the future. And these days that we're currently living in, we just kind of like, eh, they're eh, they're days. Right, they're days. It's almost as if we feel like we have to suffer through the now because they're not as good as the old days. And they can't be as good as the days that are to come. But what if we can change all that? What if there's a better way to live? And instead of eh, you see that your best days are now. Too many times we wish away the moments that we have in the present. Those moments in the right now, we wish them away because we're too stressed, we're overworked, we're overwhelmed. In last week's message, I shared that we are rushing, we are rushing through life. Either you are trying to run, to chase and hold on to an old you, an old you from the past, a dream of what once was, or we're running really fast to try and chase a dream of what might be someday. We're trying to hold on to that, but rarely do we pay attention to the opportunity that is right in front of us, that opportunity for health and satisfaction that is available in the here and now. Don't miss what you have now because you're pursuing what once was or what you want later. Don't miss the here and now. In the Bible, we find there's a letter, the letter of James. In the New Testament, it's this letter, and it's considered by many to be one of the earliest, if not the earliest book that was written in the New Testament. Now, James was writing to the Jews who had become Christians. There were Jews who had uh, said, I want to follow this Jesus guy. And so they were Jews who had become followers of Jesus. And James was encouraging them to exercise the faith that they had found. He was saying, keep practicing that faith that you have found. And and here's what it says in James chapter 4, verse 13. It says, look here, you who say today or tomorrow, we're going to a certain town and we will stay there a year. We will do business there and then we'll make a profit. The next slide. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It is here a little while and then it is gone. He says, you people who are making plans are saying, tomorrow I'm going to go do this, I'm going to make lots of money, or I'm going to do this in the future. He says, how do you know what tomorrow is going to bring? Your, mo- your, your, your life is like the fog in the morning. If you had a glass, or if you had glasses, or some, and you took, <sighs> you ever done that? Breathed on a glass, right? It gets all foggy, but it's only for a moment. Within seconds later, that fog just dissipates. That's what James is trying to say to us. He's trying to say your, your, your life is like a fog. It, it, it's there for a moment, but then it disappears. Our life is like a mist, like the morning fog. We're here for a while, and then we're gone. The image that often comes to mind, and people have used this, right, is the concept of the hourglass. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives, Right? All right, for those of you who are a little older, you got that. But seriously, the, the, the concept of the hourglass is your life. It's your life. Th- this is your life. You're here for a little while, and then the life that God has given you on this earth is passing away moment by moment. And there are three observations that we can make from this. One is to look at how fast the sand is going through that hourglass, going through that narrow canal. No one knows how much sand is on the top. If you're like me, you think you do. 
Do you think you know how much sand is on top? Do you think you know how much time you have? Most of us think there's a lot more time on top than there actually is. We don't really know, though. Just ask someone who's experienced a sudden loss or a bad diagnosis. The fact is, no one knows how much time is on top of that hourglass. The second observation I can make is that no matter what you do, you can't stop the sand of time from flowing. You can't put your hands in that space to stop it from flowing. Time is passing, passing, passing. Every day, every day for us is a gift from God. Today is a gift from God. And yet some of us are, are wishing it away because our focus is too much on the past or it's too much on the future. We miss what's happening right now. No one knows how much time is on top. And so you can't, you can't stop time from passing. You don't know how much is on top. You can't stop it from passing. And, and the third reflection that I would share with you is this. Watching the sand flow. Once that sand gets to the bottom, once it gets to the bottom of that glass, that's it. That's it. You can never get that sand back. When your sand runs out, your time on this earth is done. And that's why David wrote this in Psalm 118, verse 24. He said, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that the Lord has made. You've got this day today. And because this is God's day, we're going to rejoice. And we're going to be glad in it. This is the day that God has given to us. We're going to rejoice and be glad in what he's given to us. You know, I've, I've admitted to you many times that I feel like I run through this life. I run way too fast through life, and I miss, I miss way more than I catch <clears throat> of the special moments, of the special moments uh, of people that God puts into my path. I miss far more than I uh, wish I did. The longer I live on this earth, I realize that God has special moments in store for each of us. If we can just learn to be present in the moment, if we can just learn to walk, not run, but if we can just learn to walk, and realize that our best days are now. This summer I had a special moment with one of our students on the trip to creation. And I remember I shared this moment with you when we first came back, but I want to reiterate it and, and share it again because it was really a good story. I had been getting late to a concert. Everybody else from the camp had gone down to uh, the concert, usually at night uh, after dinner. There's about four concerts, and so you go down and you just kind of sit there for three or four hours and watch the concerts. And everybody else had gone down, and I was uh, running late to get there. I was finishing things up, so I was showering back at the camp, and I tidied the camp up a few minutes before I was uh, ready to walk down to the field. And so everyone's expecting me, and so I grabbed my last few items, and I started to head out. And just as I was heading out, uh, one of the younger men of the group happened to pop his head outside of one of the tents. I thought he was gone. I thought he had already gone down uh, to be with everybody. And uh, now I was hurrying, as I said. I was rushing around trying to get ready to leave. And so I, hit it. I said, hey, you, you want to come join me? And he said, no, no, I wasn't feeling really great. I think I'm just going to stay at the campsite. I'm thinking, you know, this is the concert. It's, it's fun, but OK, you know, um, he wasn't feeling good. So, but at that moment, I had to make a decision. I wanted to go to the concert. I really did. It was a group that I wanted to see. I was excited to see them. Um, and a hurried Doug, a hurried Doug, would have said, okay, great, get some rest, sleep, we'll catch you when we get back. We'll see you later. And then trek off down the mountain to enjoy a concert with 20,000 of my best friends. But by the grace of God, I was an unhurried 
dug that evening. And I paused, and I put down my backpack, and I said, hey, what's going on? And that led to a 45-minute conversation about life and death, about sin, and about faith, and about Jesus. And for a person who loves Jesus and has committed his life to making Jesus known in the world, it was a tremendous gift to me to be able to spend that time with him. God has special moments in store for you if you'll just learn to be present in the moment, if you learn to walk and not run through life and realize that your best days are now. This is the day that the Lord has made. He's made it ready for you to serve, to love, and to be happy. Your best days are now. It's not the past, and it's not the future. It is the present. Every day that you wake up is a gift. This is where you are, and, and here you can live with purpose. Be all in. Be 100% here in the present. The only way that you can be present in the moment is if you surrender if you surrender a past that you cannot change. And if you trust God in a future that you cannot control. Surrender the past that you can't change. And trust God for a future that you can't control. And be present now. This is how you can have your best days. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to you. We thank you for this message of grace today. We thank you that you are reminding each of us, Lord, that you have special moments in store for us. And Lord, we want to stop right now and confess that we move way too fast in this life. Lord, we are missing, we are missing the special gems and the special gifts of relationships with people that you are putting in our path. And Lord, it is my prayer today that you'll open my eyes and all of our eyes and ears to those moments this next week. God, help us to see that our best days are now if we will just learn to live in the present. And we pray all of this today in Jesus' name. Amen.